<laughs> also, and, uh, b- before we get into it, do, do you get the this meeting is being recorded thing there? Oh, yeah. I've, I've never heard that before. That's never it's played. That, that's definitely new, right? That's like... I thought, yeah. I thought Alexa was going off for a second or with my phone or something. But that's definitely <laughs> new. But yeah, at least we're recording. Good evening, audience. Welcome back to another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. I'm the co-host, Jack. With me is the main woman herself, the main host, the most important host. I miss Rihanna. Oh, oh this is because I brought that up that last week. No, as I say, no. it was just it was just really funny the way you said it last week. It's just like, I'm joined by Rihanna. It's like, it's not here like I'm here every week, you know? <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's it's me, it's it's uh, me, Rhiannon, and uh, we're we're delighted to be bringing you our our regularly scheduled podcast. What do you mean it's going to be a daylight? Um, forgive us, we we could almost start oh? moving it to Saturdays at this point because this is like the second or third time we've hit it on a Saturday instead. I mean, yeah, but not to mention like we both finished up like assignments and everything within the last week. And we've just been drinking. <laughs> we've been celebrating. Like, we've been drinking. So Forgive much. us if we sound a bit tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm running on like four hours of sleep, and like we stayed up. I was telling Rhiannon this off air, but like we stayed up chatting shit about like movies and all that. Um, I had a friend or two over last night till like five in the morning, just like polishing yeah, off yeah, vodka yeah, yeah. and Captain Morgan's, and like, oh. You know, you know that moment in the Avengers where it's like it's after Hawkeye gets where Black Widow kind of snaps Hawkeye back and he's in the room and everything's kind of shifting and like he's like he's weirdly sweaty and gross. That's kind of it's kind of where my headspace <laughs> is at for the, for the for the listeners. I just need you to know that is where my headspace is at for the rest of this episode. Uh, yeah, but yeah. hey, you know we're we're here and you know we're here to talk about Marvel and oh God. Uh, the best Marvel movie. Oh, Jesus. I I watched this. What we're going to talk about later on in the episode, I watched over the space of four or five different sitting down. Like, I, I couldn't do it for oh, more yeah. than 10, 15 minutes at a time. And I don't remember any of it. Like, yeah. You, you could have told me it had been six months since I watched it. And it would have been like a half an hour. It's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before we get to that, Rhiannon, we got any news? Anything? Well. As as we said, it's been a bit of a slow uh, news week this week. Um, we you were saying there there was a new teaser for Loki that was released. There was it was like a little minute long teaser, just being like, um, "Here's some of the newer characters. Here's like here's the kind of tone of the show. It's fun and poppy and actiony." And Tom yeah, Hiddleston yeah. looks great, by the way. Tom Hiddleston. I don't know if he's packed on some weight or something for it, but like the guy looks like swole AF for it. Ooh. There's a there's a moment and it's only a brief flash, but you see like they strip Loki down to nothing but like his handcuffs and like fair dues to Hiddleston. The guy looks shredded. Like yeah, obviously they have him on the special Marvel push-ups or the human growth serum or whatever, like whatever super soldier serum they got over there. But like props, fucking Loki's looking good. Marvel has the super soldier serum and they give it to all their actors. Wow, <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> They're like they they find someone called Chris. They inject the super soldier serum into their abs, and then boom, they wake up Jack the next day, ready to film. Uh, no, obviously they all work very hard, and they all get in shape, and they're all like 
fair dues to them for working so hard at it. But oh yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's not it's not an easy job. It's not so much you can just kind of turn up on the day and you know shoot shoot film. You know, <laughs> unless you're so Robert got months Jr., of prep work. I think, I think Robert Downey Jr. just turns up on the day and just like nails it first try. I don't even think they give him a script half the time. I think he's just Robert Downey Jr. He's, he's just Robert. He's like just the the lines between Tony Stark and Robbie Downey Jr. have just blurred so much. They're just the they're just the same person. Um, well, in this scene, um, we actually weren't gonna have him blow up the Russian bad guy, but then Robert insisted on shooting him. So <laughs> we, no one told him to do it. He just he just started firing at the Russians, and I I guess I guess he had to blow him up then. Do you so think we, just, it's we worked like, it in the movie? We worked do it. Do you in think it works? It works in the same rules. If anyone's seen the the movie Bolt, which was an all right Disney film back in the day, in that <laughs> they have to build everything so the dog thinks it's real, so they get like all this quality acting from this dog. I think it's the same they do with Robbie Downey Jr. Maybe he just thinks this is all real, you know? <laughs> which is amazing because <laughs> he not only does he think he saved the universe. He then saved the universe and went on to fight a magic dragon and pulled bagpipes <laughs> out of its asshole while a polar bear watched. In case anyone's confused by that, because that does sound like I'm having a fever dream, that is the end of 2020's Dr. Doolittle. It is Robert Downey Jr. pulling bagpipes out of a dragon's asshole. Oh, wow. Oh. That is oh. the big finale. You can look it up. It is online. You can find it on YouTube. <laughs> Obviously, there's no close-up of the noose, but it's implied that he's just dragging it out of that dragon's anus. It's amazing. Mm, mm, pleasant. Oh, this is a way to start off things. Um. I, I love the way he was so invested, like, this is going to be my next big franchise. This is going to be, don't need that Marvel money anymore. I got Dr. Doolittle money coming. And, like, it's one of the worst movies ever made. Like, Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. Um, any other news out this week? Just um, Jesus. Like right as ahead. I, as I said, I I was looking around, and as you said, you know it's a slow news week when like all the other kind of new, like when all the news outfit outlets for like the like comic news and Marvel news and stuff just start like putting articles out there about maybe the littlest quote that like someone said or Oof. like th- this and there. But they're actually. I did see this one, which is there. There was uh, a bit of a tease that possibly Yellow Jacket showing up in Quantumania. Ooh. Um, in that um, uh, the actress for Wasp, Evangeline Lilly, is it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, she yes. put up a post with like the script saying like, "Oh, so excited," and tagged that the actor of Yellow Jacket in it. And I think it was quickly. I would think it was quickly deleted afterwards. But there you go. I mean, like, wait, didn't he die? Did they not blow what? him up, or my, or did he get shrunk? Yeah, he got shrunk see, real he, bad, or whatever. He got shrunk into the quantum realm. Oh yeah, so he's just he's just floating in there somewhere amongst like the dust mites or whatever, waiting for someone yeah. to save him. So I guess it makes sense if he does show back up. If we're going like more quantum realm stuff. For all, for all we know, he could have just like gotten out of there when the, the Avengers went flying through the quantum realm like three or four <laughs> yeah, different yeah, times. Yeah. He could have grabbed onto the back of Thanos' ship while it was flying past and just like, ooh, back home, baby. Uh, I'm here to be a just a normal bad guy villain that's villainous for 
No I, real I'm, reason. I'm Ooh. I'm rich and I'm mean. I'm finally back to take on the Avengers. Oh, there's a there's an alien invasion happening. Yeah, um, you guys got a whole another thing going on. Is that Captain America with Thor? You know, you know, what? I'm out. I'm out. I fight. I fight a man who gets real big or gets real small. I am not up for this today. Like bye. He just um, he takes his yellow jacket off and he like sneaks out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh- other than that, uh, I'm trying to think. Other than Papa, Papa Kevin, uh, there, there's been like a, a kind of apology from Marvel about the the casting of the Ancient One, in that like a lot of people consider it to be like whitewashing and stuff. Um, but be, it, you know, to be fair, they are trying to sell it to a Chinese audience, and like, <laughs> no, the, legitimately, one of the major things I've heard about this is. Obviously, Marvel makes big money in China. Like, they make mm-hmm. a lot of gross from Chinese ticket sales. Yeah. And in China, they don't agree with the idea of Tibet, right? Am I, am I, is that the right way of putting it? Yes, they yes. They don't endorse the state of Tibet as its own separate thing from China. Yeah. So to have the ancient one be like some old man from Tibet, like in the comics, They no one would allow that movie to pass in China. So that's oh, yeah. one of the reasons it's believed they switched to fucking... What's her name? T- Wait, who plays the ancient one again? Uh, Tilda Swinton. That's why they switched to Tilda Swinton. That um, yeah, that, that goddess of a creature, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> That's, no, yeah. I, I no, I like the casting of Tilda Swinton. It, yeah, no, but I like I understand people coming from the perspective of like this traditionally Asian character being played by like a a a, a white person and stuff. Um. Mm. I suppose what they say is like they give the explanation of like why they did that because the this character of the ancient one is like yeah it's it, it's very stereotypical in the comics he's this old wizened Asian man that sits on a mountain and like maybe meditates for like a hundred years or something like that like you know, we talked very- about it when we talked about like uh, not lecture when we talked about um Shang Chi when we talked about the Mandarin yeah. and that but like. A lot of these older, like Asian-based Marvel characters, if they're not a hero, if they're a villain, they're yeah. normally pretty offensive. Like, yeah, yeah. It's um, for example, the Mandarin thing. Like in the comics, he is just like a really offensive Asian stereotype from the sixties. Mm-hmm. Like, big, long, flowy mustache and like, a, a, like really poorly drawn, like offensive features for a very long time. So it, it makes yeah. sense where they change things like that or like the ancient one. Yeah, and I but like I think what they they like they're trying to say is is that like they might have just took the easy way out of just like oh like we'll just give it to we'll we'll we we won't cast like an a an Asian person and risk the stereotype and stuff we'll give it someone else and we'll 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 say that it's Celtic and everything which is a cool concept that it does imply the ancient one is not exclusively like it, ancient one can be like anyone from from anywhere you know yeah it's it almost it, it, it's even nice that it, it transcends fucking gender like mm-hmm. the fact that it's a it's a woman that the ancient one yeah. of the most powerful magical being in that universe just happens to be a woman it's kind of great as well yeah um but i think what they're, they're like what they're trying to say is like they might have took the easy way out instead of kind of sitting there like okay how could we make this an asian character without enforcing a stereotype but you know, we it's it's done and gone. We've had the the ancient one and stuff. But it, it, you know, it brings up an interesting topic to talk about. You know, mm. but uh, see, that's the thing. When is it okay to change a character's race like that? Because like, I think it's perfectly fine to do so 
as long as race isn't part of the character's whole thing. So, like, yeah. For example, you couldn't have Jason Statham play fucking Luke Cage because, like, Luke Cage, yes. one of his major things in his history is this being this bulletproof black icon. So you couldn't yeah. have a guy like Jason Statham or like Michael Sarah play him. But on the flip <laughs> side, I'm really, to, no. <laughs> I'm really, oh my god, so, uh, sweet Christmas. Um, I'm here to, I'm here to fight you, Mister Coppermouth. <laughs> That's my Michael Sarah as Luke Cage. I think we should. I think we need to get that series going. Netflix, hit me up or Disney Plus. I'll, I'll take we do, a Disney Plus deal. Do we do um, a fucking Tropic Thunder on it where they got RDJ to play a black guy? We just do no, the same to Michael Sarah. To be fair, you want to know about the greatest actor of all time in that movie in Tropic Thunder? Robert Downey Jr., an American man, plays an Australian actor in the movie who then takes on the role of a black man and then <laughs> pretends to be Vietnamese. But So he's four characters deep acting. He's an actor playing a character, playing a soldier, playing a, like, a double agent. That is acting. That man is... Whew. Oh, man, that movie, though. Fucking hell. And once again, <laughs> it's a callback to what we were saying earlier, because, like... They didn't tell Robert Downing Jr. to do any of that. He just turned up on the day in blackface. <laughs> and no, <laughs> no one wanted to say anything to him. They're like, should we, should we, is this, how do, how do we, how do we react to this? And they're like, guys, he's Robert Downing Jr. How can you react to this? Just start filming and see what he does. The <sighs> twist reveal. It's not even a twist reveal at the end. Like at the end, he, he, like he's actually Australian and everything, uh, you know. It's like, well, you no, know, it's still not RDJ. He's still acting here, but you know, I'm, 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 I like where this is going. He's removing <laughs> the layers slowly. Fuck. Yeah. It, that's I love when actors turn up as themselves and shit. It's like, it's like, like cartoonish versions of the, that character. So like, yeah. You ever seen This Is the End? Actually, the it's like Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and all of them get I've, trapped in a I've Hollywood mansion. I've only ever seen. I think I've only ever seen parts of it. But there's so. one of my favorite moments is like so they're 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 playing themselves. They're playing themselves as actors. Yeah. And the house boarded up and it's the end of the world and they're in this Hollywood mansion. And suddenly the door starts getting kicked in. And like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Is this a monster? Is it here to kill us? Is it going to eat us? And it's Emma Watson. But yeah. she's playing herself and she comes in and there's these four guys and she grabs the axe off one of them, hits him in the end of the, in the face with the end of it and then steals all their food. <laughs> and she's like, that's Emma Watson. She's robbing us. Emma Watson's robbing us. And she's like, damn right, bitch. And like keeps moving. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's like, oh. We thought she was sweet. She thought we she's like, yeah, everyone thinks I'm sweet over the Harry Potter movies. I'm not. I'm a bad bitch. And she like hits another one with the axe. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. God. Oh, no, man. but <laughs> going back to the topic of yeah, no, I think it's like if you if it can improve the character in yeah. a way or like address what probably would have been a, like a, a problematic trope that like well probably wasn't problematic for the time. Like I always say the one of I think you could have Danny Rand be played by an Asian actor. Because yeah. I think him being white is not necessarily <laughs> very much tied think... to, to who he is. That would really help ground the character a bit more as well. If it was like they were on the way yeah. to like maybe somewhere his family is from or like 
some of his heritage and then he just got taken down in that big storm yeah, and learned all these things you can, then came back to America. That'd be yeah, kind of a sick story. Yeah, you can have like that whole thing, like rich Asian family, you know, going flying crashes, gets yeah. trained by by bunks and stuff. Because like again, again it, as I say, kind of uh, addressing what like a problematic trope and stuff is that it suffers from like the white savior narrative. So which I actually think if they hadn't changed the ancient one, that Doctor yeah. Strange would have been the same thing. We're like, y- yeah, they're in the magic place, and then the white man turns up and he learns magic better than everyone else, and he saves the world with it. Like that is, yeah, not the best story, admittedly. But they, but again, I want to say they like did a good job in like saying that, you know, oh, definitely the, the wizards. The wizards are this international community, so you like they're from all over the world. So, oh, fuck. Um, so moving on, I'm trying to look. Is there any other news articles we can hit? Because I really just want to avoid <laughs> talking about Electra for as long as possible. <laughs> I would be so up for doing a two-hour news section and a four-minute Electra talk. Like, <laughs> I'm like flicking through here. Oh yeah, um, I actually watched the thing. I watched the first episode of Modoc. Oh, I yeah. only started watching it myself. It's, um... I fucking love it. It's so funny. <laughs> like. Genuinely, I, it was such a trick because I forgot the show was coming out. But like, yeah, I was gonna say we never brought it up on the show that the fact that this this TV series is being released. Um, yeah, Modoc. Oh, so uh, for, for anyone who doesn't know what Modoc is, Rhiannon, you wanna do you wanna fill us in what or who Modoc is? Oh, what or who Modoc is? So Modoc is is a villain in 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 Marvel, and uh, his his name is an acronym, which is like. Uh, I always get it. I always get it wrong. It's like mechanism only designed. designed uh, <laughs> like, I, I'll look it up. What does Modoc mean? It's a mechanism only designed something killing. Yeah. One sec. Um, what does Modoc mean? Do do do. But anyway, uh, he's uh, a big head that floats around and. <laughs> suit sometimes is in a machine okay, okay, it can vary it. on what interpretation it is mental organism designed only for wait what is it only for conquest but conquest is spelt with a k oh so it's I more of a combat change- style because i i thought oh, we thought it was killing i thought it was yeah i think it was later changed to killing because i definitely yeah. remember that yeah to be fair mental organized mental organism designed only for killing kind of works as well yeah, I think they say that in the show as well because I think. Yeah, I think they think he... they say that in the show. But yeah, no, it's... <laughs> fucking the cast on this is great. Like John Hamm as Iron Man, fucking Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man, Patton Oswalt mm-hmm. killing it as Modoc. Yeah, yeah. Um... <sighs> so <laughs> it's so weird though because it's it's stop motion. So like obviously it's yeah. like it's got a nice cool texture to it, but like the animation style, they make it look like like The Office, like it's. Almost like a documentary, <laughs> and I I love that. Or it's like one minute it'll be like Modoc saying everything is under control, then it pans to like his wife, and she'll give like a like a look, like a Modern Family, like you know it's yeah. not under control, like yeah, yeah. This Modoc show me, is. Oh, you go. Uh, no, just watching it, it gives me kind of Robot Chicken vibes, like by Adult Swim. Oh. Um, it's the same animation studio. I might. Be is it the same this, animation studio? I wouldn't be surprised because it's very it. similar. I fucking have you ever seen but, the animated um the robot sorry, the robot chicken DC stuff? 
is some yes. of the best. Like some of it's the funniest so funny. shit I've like. Oh my god! And this show has all of that kind of feel to it as well. Like the jokes in here, they land really well. Like, yeah. Everyone, if you got half an hour, go watch the first episode of Moda. Like it is, it is fun on the bun. I'll be, I'll be real with you. It is, <laughs> and it's so funny. And this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But like in the opening of the show, they talk about the fact that um, he's always just had a massive head since he was a child. <laughs> Like in the comics, he was a regular science guy who turned himself into a giant floaty head chair man. But like in the in the story, he's just like, nah, he's always just been a kid with a really big head. Just just has a huge head. <laughs> so fucking funny. Like there's a moment where he's about to snap and he like he turns and he blows one of the guy's arms off, like one of his own workers, and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this copy was for everyone. My bad. <laughs> I'll just go get some more. And he limps away, like, missing an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, why didn't we talk about the first episode of Modoc? Why did we they, subject ourselves to the to the movie oh, of this? We, we, we could have been doing some doc talk this whole time. And I could have done the <laughs> thumbnail of us, bo- like, us both sitting on Modoc's big chair, doing the... Oh, that would have been hilarious. Maybe next week. Maybe next week we do Modoc episode one and two. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely. We'll, we'll look into that. But definitely. But yeah, just for now, I think everyone should give it a watch. It's really funny. And it's like, it's if you're a Marvel fan, there's a bunch of Easter eggs and jokes. And like, they go to a restaurant and it's a, uh, it's like Fing Fang Foom's dining. And like, <laughs> a, Fing Fang Foom literally comes to the table, drops their meal, and then sets it on fire for them to cook it properly. <laughs> and it's, it's the fucking big dragon man with his like his purple yeah, yeah. jorts. Like, it's so funny. <laughs> How did the dragon get uh, jorts? Where does dragons buy jorts? Who gave the dragon the idea for jeans, but like not fully jeans, just short version? <laughs> like, did he make them himself? How does the dragon understand concept of jorts? Jorts are but made not by dragons, guys. <laughs> Everyone knows in the Marvel Universe the dragons brought the jorts from space. <laughs> you know, when when Iron Fist, you know, fought Shao Lao the Undying. <laughs> He also got a rad pair of shorts out of it. Fuck, how, <laughs> how different of a story is fucking Spider-Man 3 if like the meteor that crashes to Earth isn't a Venom symbiote. It's just some rad shorts. Like some, <laughs> just like some big purple shorts and he puts that on over a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> and everyone's like, it's like your personality hasn't changed, but you just look like you just look worse. We don't, we don't trust you anymore, Spider-Man. <laughs> Fucking Avengers Infinity Jorts. Um, <laughs> when, Infinity Thanos gathered, when Thanos gathered all five of the Jorts, he could wipe out all the pants in the universe like that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Dragons and Jorts. There we go. That is the episode title. <laughs> Dragons and Jorts is, <laughs> is my favorite Dungeons and Dragons spin off. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> uh, speaking of dragons, you know what? I've been think- Sorry, go on. Um, oh no, continue. No, I, I just had a thought and I was like, fucking, I rewatched some episodes of Game of Thrones because I like to torture myself. And I okay. was like, man, Sophie Turner is so good. She'd be great in like, like as a Jean Grey or like a fucking, oh, like fuck. a Ms. Marvel or something. Oh, fuck. And I was like, oh yeah. Then I, I remembered how much Age of Apocalypse makes me sad. Just on like... 
on an emotional and a physical like that movie does me harm sometimes when i think about it you think apocalypse is bad like i I don't know but dark phoenix somehow is somehow worse i love um i love the idea of how those movies just slowly slowly got worse like yeah they just really spiraled out it was just like it happened rather quickly because days of future past is fucking rad like you know the problem is it's out of order i think yeah i think they should have done first class age of apocalypse dark phoenix and then when everyone's splintered and things are all over the place then you do days of future past to connect yeah. the two franchises and everyone's I like oh my days, god they're bringing it all back i feel days of future past should have done been a later project but you know they needed the big books and they wanted to do the whole crossover with the old cast and the new cast and stuff um 100%. But yeah, no. But yeah. Um, should we get to talking about this week's topic? We We're, this is going to be a short episode, guys. This isn't going to be like oh yeah, we've this... been we've been putting it off. Um, so uh, in order to round out the um, I suppose the trilogy, I guess you could call it of when you think bad Marvel films, you think of these three movies. Um, and we, you know what? Like, see, we start off with Daredevil, we jump straight to Ghost Rider because we did not want to watch this movie. I had not even watched this movie before, and I didn't. I knew I did not want to watch it because I've only ever yeah. been told that it was bad and worse than Daredevil somehow. And I was like, "What?" And I watched I it, and I know exactly what people mean by that now. I remember chunks of it, but like, there's bits in here that like I forgot most of this happened. I forget most of this movie. I'll be real. It's not hard to forget a lot of what not, happens in this movie. It's a bad movie. See, here's here's right, the we're thing. talking about before we go on. We are talking about Electra. I don't care if we spoil it. It's a bad movie. Don't yeah, watch it, guys. Don't don't like. I I tell you to watch it like maybe the other two if you're looking for like a like if you want to have a few drinks laugh at it because some moments that are just laughably bad and everything like though the two other movies do that this one stay away from it it is not it is not worth it because it is bad but like daredevil is laughably bad there's moments in there i was actually like laughing out loud because i don't know badly timed evanescent songs and everything and it, it's great in that respect this movie this movie is just straight up bad the writing it's... is terrible the pacing is terrible like let's just, just like I, I don't even, no normally we go through the plot but like there's so little here. there is no like, plot in this movie I'll, i'm gonna summarize it in two lines just in case anyone is interested after getting yeah. stabbed through the chest in the fucking daredevil movie and left for dead fucking yeah. stick is just like Nah, I ain't leaving her die. She's hot. Let's bring her back. Because we need someone <laughs> to fight the hand or whatever. We need someone to fight the hand, but we're not going to give her full armor and like, I'll give her some size or whatever. So he brings her back and then they got to fight the hand and then they do it. And then that's the movie. Done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we, we have like Jennifer Gardner reprising her role as Electra, but that's pretty much the only connection we get to yeah. Daredevil in this movie. Other than that, like, sorry, Ben Affleck was supposed to be in it. There's a scene of him in it, but they fucking they cut it from the movie because test audiences didn't get it. it. But it's literally only like a like not even a minute long of Ben Affleck being there, like. And he's not um, even in the Daredevil costume. It's just some blind guy. He's just 
just playing Matt Murdock, the worst lawyer in New York City. <laughs> you, mean, you mean chick magnet Matt Murdock. He can smell babes a mile out. Smell babes a mile away. Especially if they're oh. resurrected, because then they got a, like a different scent to them. If, so. if, if you're wondering what that bit is about, go listen to our Daredevil episode. It's, oh, yeah. We have more fun with that movie. We have way but, more fun with that movie. Um, so this movie starts off with a opening narration of the, the good and evil of the world kind of thing, you know? Uh, like, the hand are evil. We, we have some uh, people that are good, which is stick and stuff. And it's like, uh, something can, can change the balance. Uh, a, a child, you know? And it's like, maybe one can help us all. No, it's, 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 for this, it was setting it up, it seemed like that Electra was going to be this ultimate, like, being kind of thing. It's later revealed it's not, but... Spoilers, just, it's just not her. She's not the chosen one or whatever. Yeah, it's it's not her, but this, this beginning of the movie is like someone writing My First Mary Sue in that... <laughs> So yeah, she's that is such a good description. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is so accurate. Like Oh, this fucking movie. Like I know Jennifer Garner is trying her best here, but like goddamn, like she didn't want to do this movie. Like she very clearly she was not like stuck in contracts and she had to do this movie like I genuinely believe the only reason we got this is because like Ben Affleck was unwilling to do Daredevil 2. Like, yeah, I feel like this could have been Daredevil 2, but they're just like, nah, Ben Affleck's not in. He won't do it again. Yeah. Fine. We got her on contract. We own the rights. Let's just, let's just do Electra, I guess, or whatever. Let's just do Electra. And it was a rushed, it was a rushed movie as well, because at the time Jennifer Gardner was on uh, Alias. And oh. so, like, while she was on hiatus with that, that's when they had to film this movie. So this movie was rushed to fuck. Jesus so, Christ. Um, yeah. But, like, it's, it's, that, that's it's always a... been the way with the Fox movies, though. Because, apart from X-Men, because they've always got a bunch of X-Men movies on the way. But, like, yeah. with, to keep those rights, they have to keep pumping out movies. That's why, yeah, like, yeah. Fantastic was pushed up a full year of production. Um, yeah. Same happened with the original Fantastic Four movie. And this probably suffered from the same thing where it's if we don't get an Electra movie or a Daredevil movie out in the next year or so we lose the rights back to like classic Marvel and Disney now yeah yeah it's a, it's what happened with Ghost Rider eventually because like they didn't make a third Ghost Rider movie the rights timed out and then they just kind of traded it back to Disney proper oh yeah that's why then, Ghost you know... Rider was the first character to appear on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> ah the, fir- then, the, uh, the very Dis- first Disney it, it was... bought the soul of Fox so you know yeah, Ghost Rider was the only character to turn up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just him, Coulson, some empty rooms. <laughs> Sometimes there's a warehouse. Sometimes there's a fight in the warehouse. Oh, God. The uh, Agents <sighs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. We will, we will get, we will talk about that someday. Someday. I, you see, here's the thing. I'd be willing to do an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, but on the condition, because Agent Carter took it out of me, I think yeah. we couldn't do a whole season. I think we'd have to do, like, special episodes. Half. So, like, okay. the one... The one where Sonic the Hedgehog turns up, the one where Ghost Rider turns up, the one with Nick Fury, like that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe something like like, that. I think I could do the highlight episodes, like this is the one where they finally take on Sword or fucking, like that would be fine with me. It's just like, oh, and now we have to cram season six of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I'm slamming my head off the desk like somebody end me. 
No, I I can. You know what? You know what? My work. If you watch highlight episodes, and because I'm no stranger to fucking binging uh, series, uh, I could watch the full series and maybe give you some context clues for the stuff. We could talk about the main, the main See, thing. I've, I've watched everything up until when it ties into Age of Ultron, where they find that helicarrier. Okay. So that's, I think that's I've... the first three seasons or four seasons. Because I remember. I... I think that's the first like three seasons. In the preparation for um, fucking Age of Ultron, I rewatched the whole MCU, which back then was easy because it was like 10 movies and one TV show or two TV yeah. shows. And I watched, I started with Captain America, then I watched Agent Carter, then I watched fucking the, um, what was it? Oh, then I watched Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor. And like, I worked it up that way, basically. Yeah, so yeah. It was kind of incredible. Then like once fucking I finished the Avengers, I started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., then when I finished one season of that, I'd watch another movie and then like, I swapped in between because they were mm-hmm. they were nice companion pieces. Like you watch the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode God, where like, oh, Marvel binges were easy. Oh, <laughs> like you can't do it anymore. You have to do it in phases now. You can't just like sit down and you, binge. You need like, like a full week before yeah. you'd been doing a Marvel marathon. I genuinely yeah. think the next time I'll rewatch the whole MCU because obviously I watch it bits here or there. Is yeah. We get is not when, but. Not if, but when we finally get an Avengers 5, I'll probably do it then. Oh, yeah. Like Do it leading up to gonna... Avengers movies, totally. Yeah, like if we get a Thunderbolts or an Avengers or something like that, then I'll rewatch everything. Yeah. But now you've got like... We've, they've immediately added another 10 hours of binging time because they have Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision now. <laughs> and that's mandatory reading. That's the backward. Like... <laughs> Say what you want about how like they'd never connected the Netflix shows because like those shows were dark and edgy and they did their best to distance themselves from the MCU even though like yeah they were technically in the MCU but technically not. it was a whole thing but you didn't have to watch those to get like the movies or like get the context for like well if you didn't watch the Defenders how are you going to understand this in the next Avengers movie yes but yes I genuinely feel it if you don't watch the Disney Plus stuff. You are not gonna get this new Avengers. Like they're they're just extra long Marvel movies. That that's basically it, you know? One hundred percent. Which is gonna my thing is like it's gonna make like the actual movies I I don't know how I'm gonna feel about those. Like Black Widow is like the test for me. Because yeah. I'll be used to watching like like a six hour Marvel story for the last two that I watched. So going back to watching a two hour story, will it feel rushed? Will it feel like, oh, this would have worked better as a series? Or maybe I, it's going to be nice and tight. Yeah, no, I think generally Marvel have been really good enough uh, like before, you know, really working with the Disney Plus shows and stuff of keeping like this character development and story narrative like good and tight in most of the movies. Yeah, um, 100%. Like I think there's very few movies I came away with of, oh, I wish we had more development on this. Yeah, um, no, there's... There's one or two like plot lines they kind of dropped. I'm like, yeah, like the Hulk and Black Widow one. I think that like that, that fell got off the face of the earth. <laughs> that, that completely like Hulk, think... it left it left the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> they shot that relationship right into. Here's the thing: they had five years when when after the snap, like they could have gotten back together then, or yeah. they could have even gotten one scene when they come back and they see each other for the first time and he's back from space and it's been like, mm-hmm. hey, look, we're about to go fight a big alien threat. I just want to know, I'm sorry for everything that went down. Uh, yeah. Two seconds. I just got to take a phone call. I'm just going to pause the recording like two seconds before I knock that off. Yeah, no problem. Do-do-do.
You know, we're fine. I can just text her. Okay. Yeah, that's grand. Um, continue on. Back to Electra, though. This is the example of, and I don't know if I'm getting this right. Is it like an hour and a half the movie? If I'm not wrong, it, it's like, like an. I think yeah. I, I I like. I remember looking at the timing thing and saying an hour and forty minutes, but I'm assuming ten minutes of that is like credits and stuff. So yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Um, mm. it's, it's it. I feel it. Oh God, I feel it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, it's insane to me. Like I yeah. Like I burned through this movie in three different or four different sit downs, and it still felt long, even though it's such a short movie. If that makes any sense, it's like yeah, the movie itself is a paradox. It's just like, it doesn't. You no, know, this is actually a movie. Um, uh, my boyfriend watched it with me, because uh, he could see how much I was struggling with it. And I was just like, I. It it was a tough movie to watch, mostly because nothing happens and there's nothing of interest. I couldn't make jokes about it. <laughs> I, I I got like maybe three notes here. There's nothing to, like to, maybe it's just the fact that like we're so burnt out after the last two, but at least the last two were so bad we could talk and make jokes about. There's they nothing were, here. There was funny elements in them, you know. Like at least they, they were so bad that they were good. I could laugh about them. Uh, like this movie, it's just. Oh fucking hell! But I want to say, going back to the the writing, uh, your <laughs> my first Mary Sue. We get introduced to Electra because she's infiltrating this this place. She's kind of trying to kill this guy. Don't know who the fuck he is. Literally not relevant to the plot in any other fucking way, other than he is someone that Electra is going to kill. Um, and he's like telling his bodyguard, "It's like, oh, I shouldn't have hired you." She always kills everyone. It's like, there's no point. And Rad's just like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, it's her, Electra. And it's like, uh, Electra, that chick is dead. She's an urban myth. It's just like, no, she's real. She's come for me like two times before. And as this is happening, like she's taking out people and just killing him, no problem and everything. And to which, you know, she shows up. She like kills guy, no problem. And... Yeah, it's also, just this very guy's just bad at motivating the team. By the way, oh, maybe yeah. it's like maybe it's if, if he didn't tell all his bodyguards they're going to get murdered, maybe they try a little harder. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or does he put it in the job description? He's just like, yeah, no, um, you come work for me. I'll pay you double time because you're probably going to get murdered by an evil revenge seeking this free assassin. And they're like, wait, no, what he, was that last part? He, Nothing. He does say he's just like, uh, I didn't put it in the job description because I thought you wouldn't come work to me, work for me if you knew. <laughs> it, it's in a really, really fine print. It's like yeah, you need a mag- ma- magnifying glass. Oh god! But you know, anyway, this movie needs some Daredevil in it. Like it the more they could, if, like, imagine if in the third act the reveal is like the thing stopping her to take on the guy is like Daredevil's in between them, like. He yeah. doesn't believe in her actions or he doesn't understand it. Yeah. And she's got to like, she's got to deal with the fact that she's back to life, but their romance still can't happen because she has a mission or something. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool and interesting. You get a cool Daredevil cameo. Nah, fam. No thanks. Nah, fam. This movie. So I'm, I'm going to really breeze through it because I said there's Good. not a lot that happens in this movie. Funnily enough, um, Colin pointed out um, that this movie is a movie that just happens. These characters yeah, don't really have agency. Everything kind of happens to them. It, and see, that the makes that makes for a not entertaining movie. 
Sometimes. Sometimes not. Because have you um you seen the first Indiana Jones movie? Yes. Indiana Jones do- never actually does anything to any effect. He just kind of like pals along on the adventures. <laughs> the sto- no, but like he he loses at the end anyway. They get what they're looking for and they find it without yeah. using any of his research or anything. They just figure the Nazis figured it out by themselves, and then he they open the Ark of the Covenant. And they get blown away. So like, yeah, if Indiana Jones hadn't been in that story, it would have played out the exact same way. They still would have found the thing and gotten blown away when they take a look at it. Yeah, fair, fair. But here's um, the thing: that's a well-written movie. This one, oh is yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really not. It's really not. Um, anyway, so we get some sneak peek into some board meeting anyway, which is the hand, and they're like, um, evil, evil stuff. Um, fucking Electra gets another contract, and it requires her to go out and live in this house and stuff, and, um... How, how uh, many sandbags does she have to fight in the house? So many how, <laughs> sandbags. How many... So when she arrives, it's all sandbags, and she picks up the size, and she's just shaking. She's like, oh my it's fucking like, god. T- I like the idea. It's like it's her new train. It's always her training routine. So she has them set up in the house all the time. So she's like, "Oh, I gotta get up in the morning, take a shit. Gotta fight like seven sandbags just to get to the bathroom. Fucking, you want to go for a shower? You gotta take two more sandbags out with your size. Like it's all she ever does. I like the idea. Yeah. So yeah, it a good like a good like I think the first like forty minutes of this movie is Electra goes on vacation. Um. Because she she's staying at the this house place. Um, they imp- not even implied. They do say it later, but it has nothing really related to anything. In that she has OCD, but it's kind of the bad OCD, a bad representation of OCD. Oh, where everything. What? It's movie OCD, so it's like mm-hmm. it's everything has to be on. neat and tidy, and that's OCD. It seems um, <laughs> not like the really kind of really bad kind of thing to have OCD is like, you know, you have to check if the cooker's turned off five times before you leave the house or turn the light on and off. You know, like something that really affects people's lives. Like, oh god. But yeah, movie OCD. Um, She's chilling in this house. She's like, when the fuck do I leave? We see she has some traumatic flashbacks to when she was a kid and her mother died. And First it's this demon, then it's a ninja, then turns out to be the main guy of the the villain thing, you know? Uh, Whatever. Um, she meets this kid that tries to rob her house. Um, it gave, you know what? This kid reminded me a little bit of the kid from the Punisher season two, but obviously not as not, not like nowhere near as cool as that kid. Not but, even uh, close. <laughs> also, I was thinking about the Punisher the other day. I'm like, that guy, you could definitely bring him into like Falcon and the Winter Soldier or something like that. And he would fit yeah, right Yeah, no, like, bring, bring. Bring Punisher back, like or your man like, playing him does such a good fucking job. Like you could put him and like fucking U.S. Agent and Baron Zemo and like a couple other guys and make a Thunderbolts team that way. It'd be pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, that'd be rad. Also, but, like uh, I hate to keep bringing up the Netflix stuff, but it is a good comparison because as shitty as these characters are, like yeah. not the characters, but like their representations in the Fox stuff, they all turn yeah. up in, on Netflix Daredevil, and it's ten times better. Oh yeah, Daredevil ten times better. Elektra is better, but still suffers from the fact that this is a character you know is going to die at some point, so it's hard to get it's, invested in her. In her, it's Gwen Stacyism. It's like mm-hmm. you know she's going to, like even the first two Amazing Spider-Mans do so much work to make you care about Gwen Stacy, but, but you, you know she's going to die. She's going over the edge. Yeah. So um, while we were talking, I looked up the budget for Elektra, right? 
Because yeah. this movie feels cheap. It feels like all they got was a couple of hallways and like a fucking farmhouse. Some so, cheap CGI. <laughs> so, so how much do you think the budget for, we're going to work backwards now, Ghost Rider was? Because we, we talked about Ghost Rider last week. See, man, my, 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 my perception for budgets is just really all over the place because it's just like... Okay, I'll, I'll I, tell you. It's 100, 110 million. Okay. That was the budget to make that movie. And I'm like, I could see yeah. that. There's some pretty good CGI, some wonky CGI, but yeah yeah uh, it's got some good locations and like in Nicolas cage like it's okay now how much do you think daredevil was comparatively to that i don't know was daredevil like i want to say there was a lot of cgi in it so was it about the same was it also like it's, a it, this is catching me off guard 78 million so it's like okay that's it's about three quarters of the budget basically yeah yeah guess how much they made electra for Oh, fuck it. I don't know. 50? 43. Jesus. Yeah, no, you feel it. Ghost Rider was nearly triple the budget of this movie. I'm like, yeah, that uh, makes sense. And how much of that do you think went to Jennifer Garner just for turning up? Like, <laughs> genuinely, like, and then you got to imagine, like, some of that was for budget as well. And, like, it makes sense why they yeah. just bought one farmhouse and shot 40 minutes there. Just shot all of it there. Yeah. But here's the thing. But, Sorry, just two seconds. I'll be right back. Keep, no keep talking about the show, about the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Um, yeah, so she's hanging around this house. Gets the, like, this kid tries to steal from her. She, she stops her. Uh, turns out she meets the kid's dad walking on a beach. And, like, you know, yeah, they're kind of getting along. Who fucking knows of this movie? This movie is so poorly paced and the writing's so bad that it's really hard to kind of gauge any sort of relationship and stuff. And so she gets invited to go. Yes. And they get along and oh, maybe there'll be a family. I think of an important thing. And again, my boyfriend pointed this out to me is that it kind of becomes a weird thing in, in this movie that they try to say, like. They don't hey, I'm even sorry. say I'm it. I'm back. <laughs> what did I miss? I had to. Go talk oh, for a I, I, I was just saying, like, uh, Electra goes, has, like, Christmas dinner with them. It, although it's never mentioned it's Christmas up until that point. Um, oh, but um. they, they, they try to do, like, oh, maybe they could be a happy family thing. But this movie kind of tries to make it out that whole Electra's whole motive is to have a family, which is never, it's never mentioned at any point in the film. It's no, like, there's not a thing in the last Daredevil movie. It's just that, like, what, the last Do you not scene... remember the scene where they do karate on, like, like a playground? And she's like, man, all I do, want to do is beat up blind people and have a baby. That's me. That's Electra. That's <laughs> I all I want as a character. Family. Yeah, it just does not... Like, we have got no indication that this character wants this whatsoever. It's so whack. Um, it's, basically, it's crazy. she she gets her she gets her mission anyway. Uh, it turns out she has to kill the kid. This kid she's known for like a week at most. <laughs> and isn't this see, the woman goes, that she's, is just killing nonstop for like yeah, every time we see her on screen? Those right, she's like, I'm just gonna murder some folks, no problem. Yeah, they even bring it up. It's just like, wow, you only have to kill this guy, but you kill all these other guys, like you know. And so she's a murder machine. She's like, she pulls out this bow. I don't know why a bow and arrow. Like a gun could have done it as well, but she's going to shoot this kid. But then she decides she cares about her, that kid and her dad too much. And so protects them from when like ninjas 
but like but when ninjas come along to kill them see here's and... the thing there's that almost sounds cool but i've seen yeah. the movie it's not as cool as it's it sounds not it's not as it's... cool as it sounds it's really not there's a version of this where you do two you do like a full hour of her in that farmhouse taking care of the like the little girl as like yeah. waves of ninjas and attackers come along and it's yeah. just like she's more skilled and she's like just thinking that much like die hard meets home alone meets yeah. fucking like the street but no it's just a shitty movie yeah it's, like it's in- just it's just it's so it's just so bad and so yeah she she finds some ninjas and they they get away um turns out people who the the hand and stuff one of their like employees or whatever the son of the head like the head of the board or whatever is like kind of taking over the whole operation him and his weird ninja buddies are gonna get this kid and um they is it they go to a bar and they meet stick Oh, um, who plays Stick in this movie again? I'm trying to. I can't think of the. I can't think. I know the actor for something, and I can't think who it is. Give me a sec. I'm gonna pull up the uh, cast while we're thinking about it. it's um. Yeah. It's Stick. they meet Stick Terrence in a bar. Stamp. Okay. What else is? I know him from something. I know from a bunch yeah, of things. I know. I I know him something, but I'm just like ah. Um, they find him, but oh just... shit! You know who this guy is? Who? He's General Zod. Fucking generals from the original Superman movies. Oh God! Deal before Zod. He's that guy. Yeah, yeah. He just doesn't have the My beard God. anymore. Yeah. Also, I'm looking at I'm looking at pictures of him from Superman, and like, by God, he's got a V down to his belly button, and he's just got <laughs> like a fine mane of chest hair, like peaking. It's so funny. Oh, that's uh, great. But they look like. But have you ever seen the original Superman movie? Because like. They're supposed to be these super threatening, like Superman esque characters, but yeah. they're all just wearing like black karate outfits, so it's really funny. They look like <laughs> they look like they're I, about to do some, do some judo chops on. Like I know it's the sixties or seventies, but still, I have I yeah, I'm pretty sure I've watched definitely parts of the super of the super first Superman movie, if not all of it. But I think I also sometimes get it mixed up with Superman two as well. So it, it's. To be fair, they were shot around the same time. I think they might have shot them together. If I, if yeah, I remember it's, that wrong. I, I get it. They, they blurred together in my mind. It has been a very long time since I've watched them, though. But I, I, I would remember love another Superman there. movie. Like, on a side note, just because we're talking about Superman, I would like, remember we were talking about that rumor a while back about Michael B. Jordan being Superman? I'm like, I would yeah, love yeah. that movie. I think that's such a good idea, like a concept. Yeah. You know what, dude? I wish we could get another superhero, Superman movie before, like, uh, the mantle is passed on to someone like Michael B. of like Henry Cavill, but not have the edgy Zack Snyder stuff. Have him just be regular Superman. I would yeah. love to see that. He like, like imagine a Superman who's no longer brooding and angry because he literally yeah. got a second. He got a literal second chance at life. He came back from yeah. the dead. So he's yeah. like, he's happy. He's having a kid. He's friends with Batman. Like. Just imagine, imagine a happy Henry Cavill Superman. I want to see that. that. Like, I want, so I want sweet. a version of Superman who's saving cats out of trees as much as he's fighting Zod over the top. Yeah, of the like, exactly. Oh, that'd be Get so Henry good. Henry Cavill, King of the Nerds. Um. <laughs> Honestly, like that would be an amazing Shazam too. Like, mm. if it's like he comes and he's just like, "Well, I've been superheroing for a while. 
let me teach you some tricks. And like he Aww. reminds Superman how to be happy and fun while being a, like a serious superhero. Yeah. Oh, that would be so sweet. Oh. Or like even the <laughs> Michael B. Picturing... Jordan one. I love. I'm, pic- I'm picturing I love that the... scene in uh, Guardians Two where Eagle and like Peter start throwing a ball at each other, and I'm picturing just Shazam and Superman. Oh, that's so fucking cute. Um, that Shazam movie is so much better than it has any right to be. Like, I have very mixed shit. feelings on it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Although it's weird, yeah. it was a Christmas movie that, like, it's in that weird category where it's a Christmas movie, but it came out in, like, fuck, I think it was July here or, like, June. Yeah. Least. It's, oh, it's I don't know. I'm, I'm 50 50 in that it is one of the better DC films. But that's not but saying much. It's, <laughs> like, that's not, it's not saying much. I feel just like. Again, I think there's a lot of forced humor in it, which gets me sometimes. So hmm. I don't know, uh, but no, there's still great, great, there's still great stuff in it and everything. Um, oh, anyway, unlike this trash movie. So like, unlike this, not tra- to kill the kid and she's gonna protect him or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they go to a bar. They meet Sticks. Uh, Stick is currently like handing someone's ass to him in, in like a, a game of pool or something. To like the guy's just like, ah, oh, blind my ass. And I'm like, to be fair, dude. <sighs> You bet it on a game to win against a guy that's blind. I don't know you who's the asshole this. in this situation. <laughs> There's an awful lot of like in these movies where it's like, oh, someone does something in a bar, but you don't believe they're really doing it, even though clearly yeah. it's their skill. Like fucking bullseye yeah. with his little like his dart. I was thinking about that. Like, at least in Daredevil. There's stuff in there that you think about after the movie. Like for me, yeah, yeah. I think about that scene where he's throwing the darts, and that one guy's like, "You're bloody, you're bloody cheating," and he's like, "How could he have cheated? You saw him do it. Just, he was right there. Yeah, you can, you can pick the darts out if you want. You can have him do it again if you want. Yeah, he's clearly been doing shit like this all night. Why, <laughs> why now do you think he's? Why would you think he's cheating now? Why is it now this- you think he's cheating? How would he even set it up? How would he think to do such a thing? Does he go to other pubs just to pull off the same oh, trick and rob people's money? God. At least you can think and talk about that shit compared to a lecture where it's just like, eh, I guess I guess he doesn't like this or, whatever, or like they're in a farmhouse I, I, or uh, whatever. It's yeah, but uh, we it's just like we we get like a little hint of just like oh you don't know why you're protecting the kid oh so clearly there's some like weird stuff going on there. And they leave because Electra knows they're being hunted. To, and like, there's you realize one of the ninja guys that are tracking him down can summon animals using his tattoos, which is pretty rad. Not gonna lie, that's, that's a rad cool. power. It's kind of so cool. cool, but the CGI is fucking awful. So it's. <laughs> well, once again, like running on a third of the budget of like a Ghost Rider movie. Oh yeah, so the f- yeah. But here's the thing: it's... if you know you have such low budget. Maybe don't do big CGI animals. Maybe don't do big CGI. Um, but anyway, so they, they get in the car and they drive and they go go to her agent's place, I believe. Whatever house. And um, they, they hang out there for a bit and I couldn't tell you what the fuck they do because I literally do not remember. I, um, I assume they do some more standbag training or whatever. Turn on some yeah, 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 just, like, yeah. go to town. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah, I think it's just, like, the girl is just, like, uh, teach me stuff. And I think she, like, teaches her to meditate or some shit like that. I want to anyway, be an Electra, too, when I I want to be an Electra, too. <laughs> um, ninjas, ninjas show up. They 
to fucking decapitate the agent dude as the as Electra and the girl and girl's dad. Fuck me, I can't even remember half their names. Um, I forgot her dad was in this. I believe, yeah. I'll be honest, I forgot it was like... <laughs> He's very, very much sh- shunted to the side just to be like, love interest, question mark? <laughs> um, uh, they, they escape through a tunnel and then they go into the woods, but the ninjas, the ninjas catch up and one guy is just like this bulletproof big bulletproof guy that like and stab proof but she defeats him by not even dropping a tree on him because he's the one that throws a branch so hard it cuts right through a tree and the tree starts falling she runs along the tree but he just doesn't move out of the way so she really didn't do anything in that situation and just (laughs) yeah he gets crushed by a tree just so you know when these ninjas die they turn into fucking dust like and that was, def- that was P- definitely just to keep the age rating down. Like yeah, that's keep the PG, keep the PG thirteen rating. But uh, yeah, they all turn if into. This dust. is the Netflix version. We would be getting blood and guts left, right, and center. Like yeah, you get someone yeah. drop with a tree dropped on you. Getting like a splat, some blood maybe. Fucking yeah. Uh, you know it's weird that like they they don't have any Daredevil in this movie or like any mention to like that really. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. it's two thousand five, so it's before the idea there was a shared universe or anything like that because yeah movies weren't really doing that for another couple of years now they won't stop doing it but it's yeah. like i feel like there'd be so much more interest in this movie if like the halfway point reveal is she goes to matt murdoch for some help or advice sorry not yeah. matt murdoch, daredevil because nobody gives a shit about matt murdoch <laughs> he's the world's <laughs> biggest pervert the I fucking, like, he's a bad lawyer <laughs> but like fuck Imagine, like, <laughs> I was thinking about this as well. Imagine if Ghost Rider rocked up in this movie. Or, like, the the one of the people they send after her is the Punisher. Or, like, Daredevil. Or something interesting like it's, that. Yeah, it's it's tough because you gotta, I suppose you gotta think what, like, rights they had at the time. But this movie also came out before Ghost Rider. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's just... They, they, still, they still had, like, the Punisher in the tank. They still had the fucking, like, they had everyone in Daredevil in the tank. Mm-hmm. Also, this movie came out the same year as Batman Begins. Fucking hell. Right? <laughs> Fucking hell. In many ways, like, Batman Begins is also about a broken like person years, who goes like, and gets trained three by ninjas. Years, three years before Iron Man, like, the first Iron Man. That's like, insane to me. That, okay. Yeah. This... Do, you think, <sighs> do you think they should bring Elektra and Daredevil back? Or do you think they should just make the Netflix stuff canon, or should they reboot them? Like... Where do you stand on like these characters? Uh I would understand with rebooting them now they have the Disney Plus stuff because I know it's the whole thing of just like you don't want to be promoting your rival now that they have a streaming service and stuff. Yeah. And I, I, do I don't wish... think Oh you go. I do I do hope they bring like the actors back though. Because yeah. most of the actors they got for the characters were f- spot on. Like Charlie Cox's um, Matt Murdock so is fucking great, you know. Like uh, Kristen Ritter and like fucking um, uh, who's Luke Cage again? Uh, oh, uh, Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter, that's it. I knew it began with them. I was like, ah, uh, Mike Coulter. I can't remember what show it is, but there's a joke in there where they go to Netflix like headquarters and Mike Coulter's just standing outside and they're like, Mike, <laughs> what are you doing here? And he's like, well, in between waiting to do episodes of uh, Luke Cage or anything else, 
they just keep me around here to open anything that they can't open. And like someone hands him like a jar of pickles and he like pops the cap and he like takes his shirt off to do it and flex. And he's like, yeah, it's mostly just stuff like that, really. They just keep me here to do that while I'm on the payroll. Yeah. So, so now granted, it's, sorry. I would like maybe some of the stuff to be, to be kind of, as I said, like season one Daredevil is fucking fantastic. It is some great. And season three Daredevil. Great bit of, and season three Daredevil. Season two did not exist. Um, well, there's half a good season in there with the Punisher. Half. Yes, the Punisher stuff is good, and then when they get into the the hand stuff, that's when it starts going downhill. I'm starting um, to think between between the Netflix stuff and this that maybe having the the hand and Electra might be the thing that ruins most of these movies. Honestly, but that's the thing, dude. As as we said, Electra's most well known thing is that she dies. Yeah, yeah. and. As far as I know, that's all I can think about is that, like, that's all Electra really does. Uh, like, is, I, I can't think of any other... the equivalent of, like, announcing an Uncle Ben movie. Like... Yeah, yeah, it's... Like, it's, you know it, all roads lead to Rome. All no, roads lead to the death line. Granted, like, I, you know, I, like, I can't say I've read a lot of, like, Electra material in terms of the comics. I know she's had some solo runs and everything, yeah. but, um... Like, I, I don't, like, when I think Electra, you just think that she's Matt's girlfriend that dies, and I don't have any other kind of stories or anything in my head um, mm. about her, really. Uh, I've like, looked, um, maybe, maybe if Marvel does get her, like, their hands on this character, they could do something more with it. Like, they see, have done that with previous characters. In the modern day, in, like, comics right now, she's the new Daredevil. Like, Matt Murdock yeah. went to prison and she took over as Daredevil. I'm like, that's a great evolution. And she's like, yeah, yeah. She's fucking. She's got the batons, but at the end of it, they have the fucking the three prongs, like um, like her size. And I'm like, yeah. that's sick. That's really cool. And she's got a great yeah. design. And it's a natural progression from being like this unstoppable killing assassin to an actual hero who doesn't kill and that is non-lethal. Like that's that's a cool progression for that character, while also paying respect to someone she cares about. Yeah, that would be no, a cool it's... story. We're never getting it. Um, and about bringing back the Netflix people, I'd really like them to, but then it means yeah. like, that means suddenly Jessica Jones is part of the MCU. Luke Cage, it means you have to watch all those shows as well, Nick. Which don't get me wrong, people like us, we, we've already watched them. It's like, it's, could you just reboot it you, just with the characters but disregard the previous stuff? You could soft reboot uh, it, where it's like you bring you them soft- in and you, you just like you introduce them as they're coming in, but it's like all those stories did happen, but you don't need to see them to get it. Like maybe the same way the first Avengers movie kind of softly tells you who everyone is. So if you haven't seen Captain America or if you haven't seen Thor, they kind of explain it for you just in case you've missed a movie. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one, you know. And now we say we like these actors. Maybe Marvel can find other actors to play them that we will yeah. fall in love with. Like that, Michael that... Sarah for Electra. I'd watch it. Michael Sarah for Electra, yes. Oh my um, god. I'd love that. I'd I'd go broke watching that movie. It's such a like <laughs> Imagine his little weeny hands trying to pick up the fucking um, size. <laughs> what am I saying? He's amazing as Scott Pilgrim, by the way. Just like Oh yeah. As I joke we about don't Michael hate, Sarah. We're not hating on Michael Sarah. Like Scott <laughs> Pilgrim's one of my favorite movies. Michael Sarah's a yeah. fantastic actor. It's just really funny yeah, to yeah. picture him in like a macho role or like something really <laughs> tough and like like really intimidating, like like an assassin like Electra. But it's Michael Sarah, and I'm here but for But it's Michael Sarah. Um, um oh geez. Anyway, 
My where, mouth is where was just I... like a nasally version of my Morty. It's not like yeah, yeah, it is not yeah. a close impression. Oh, jeez, Rick. Um, oh, oh, jeez. Oh, oh, Rick. All right. Anyway, um, Rick and Morty movie, but Morty is played by Michael Sarah. Um, yes. If you get Gary Oldman for Rick, <laughs> right? He's he'd be the perfect Rick. He's the perfect age for it. Oh my god. I want it. Oh, but anyway, well, uh, I know. Sadly, back 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 to electric. They're in the woods. They're they're fighting. Oh, weird witch! One of the ninjas is like a weird witch lady who like can kill the life around her, and then comes out of nowhere and decides to lesbian make out with uh fucking Electra. I'm assuming they only did Twice. that to get people to watch this movie for the lesbian kiss. I guess. <laughs> it's um. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. to, not to be like, oh, they over-sexualized the character or anything. The literal yeah. description for the movie has her listed as the sexiest assassin that Marvel Comics has. I'm oh, like, no. She's not so in the red outfit a whole lot, though. That's the thing. She's in it in the beginning and then yeah. at the end. Other than that, she's not really... She probably just wears a lot of crop tops, maybe, but like that's it. Yeah, um, I feel so bad for poor Jennifer Garner in this movie. Like, I feel I, sorry for her. I do. She just doesn't want to be there. Like, yeah, no one wants to be there. Imagine you 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 write and direct this movie. You put this film together and you bring it out, and it falls apart like this. And then yeah. two months later, you're like, "Well, you look, it's just superhero movies. Apparently, superhero movies can't be done right." And then fucking the like Batman Begins hits. Yeah. Like, all Not to mention, sudden, we had Spider-Man before this as well. Yeah, is, so, is, like, what, what year is Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3 comes out after this, right? This is in between Spider-Man movies. Maybe, Spider- maybe Spider-Man 3 comes after this, but you have Spider-Man 2 out of Which out, is out one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yeah, well, uh, uh, but no, it is. It, what? For, what it did, for what it did in terms of superhero movies, is it, no, it is It is. A, think, it is my, fav- it is my favorite right? of the Raimi trilogy. I think I think those Raimi Spider-Man movies, like obviously a few things date them, but like yeah, as a solid They're trilogy, really they hold up an awful lot. Like comparative to the shit we're talking about right now, anyway. Like oh yeah, like the thing they're, they came I suppose in, they're also very nostalgic for a lot of people as yes. well. Um, I mean, to be fair, these are these three movies: Daredevil, Electra, and Ghost Rider, are almost like the Raimi trilogy because they had one like. One voice behind them, one all-overseeing guy who put them together. It just happens he's not as talented as Sam Raimi or, you know, any good at this. The second one ended up being the worst one, so... <laughs> yeah. These got, like, progressively worse. Like... Yeah, they did. By the point you get to Spirit of Vengeance, you're like, this is just trash. This is hot, flaming, piss trash. Like, so bad. <laughs> That said, I would have loved a crossover movie with all these characters. Oh, if if, if only. Um, So. Imagine, uh, imagine like the Avengers, but it's like it's Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Elektra, maybe the Punisher, I guess. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think who else you add to the team. Um, Maybe Wolverine. Maybe if they're willing to put like. Uh, Put the X Men in it. Yeah, you could maybe maybe Ben Grimm from the Fantastic Four is there, just so you have a big looking guy. Played by Michael Sarah. Played by uh, Michael Sarah. No, I, I was thinking, I was thinking our boy Chickless. Yeah, yeah. The, the absolute unit that is Michael Chickless. No. Oh my! Uh, and Michael Sarah's it. there as well. 
just just after Michael <laughs> He's Sarah. just there as Michael Sarah. Oh, my um, mom gets like a Galactus or a Mole Man. Like, fuck, that's... Yeah, it would be so yeah. bad, Edgy. I would love it. Oh, Blade, you put Blade uh, on the team. Oh, yeah. I've actually never watched any of the Blade movies. I think this is that... Those are up for uh, another kind of we watched it so you don't have to kind of thing. Although I've heard some of them are decent. Oh, apparently so. the first two are really good. Apparently the third one is yeah. great because Wesley Snipes is a real life crazy man. He is a real life crazy man. <laughs> there, there's a bit in, I think it's Blade 3. Basically, he's Blade's on an operating table and like they, everyone thinks he's dead and he comes back to life. And his eyes yeah. flick open and it's like, oh my God, he's not dead. Wow, he had no pulse. What? But on the day, Wesley Snipes refuse to open his eyes and i should you know it's a three second shot where he just has to open his eyes he just has to open his eyes yeah. and look into the camera and he refused to do it he's like i don't like this movie i don't like your direction Did i'm they not have gonna the do cgi opening his eyes they use cgi to open his eyes and it looks so fucking weird it's like oh, it's God. kind of floaty and strange and it's early 2000 <laughs> cgi and it's like <laughs> They've, they've clearly just painted over his closed eyes with someone oh else. It's so God. fucking funny and bad. Real life crazy that... man Wesley Snipes, everyone. I think Wesley Snipes might actually still be out there fighting vampires right now. <laughs> Wesley Snipes know... doesn't go out in the sun anymore. I know they they had a joke of him turning up in uh, fucking the TV show of what we do for the shadows when they have the vampire council. They have oh. him like Skype in. It's really <laughs> funny. but yeah the moment where they all give their powers to another character so it's like oh no how are we gonna stop ben how are we gonna stop galactus here take my rock power and my ghost rider powers and my fucking i guess take my blindness okay daredevil doesn't really contribute. take my blindness <laughs> i can see once more here take my ability to smell chicks from a mile away <laughs> my pervert Maybe we can find a now. lady Galactus. <laughs> That's how we beat Galactus. The reason he's eating his problems away is because he's got purple blue balls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because he's trying purple. Oh my god. Michael Sarah on the Ghost Rider motorcycle as a big rock man, the thing, <laughs> surrounded by flames, completely blind, searches a new. <laughs> Fucking searches out a lady Galactus to please regular Galactus so he stops attacking Earth. <laughs> also, he's a vampire, I guess. <laughs> Which is funny because they're like, he's the only hope humanity has now. And he like he flies up on the Ghost Rider motorcycle or whatever into space. And then he immediately bursts I'm into flames. I'm picturing a bit like cosmic Ghost Rider as well, just driving through space. So, uh... And you're like, isn't his isn't his skull the only thing that's supposed to be on fire? They're like, yeah, don't worry, I gave him Blade's vampire powers too. Wait, there's no clouds up there. And there's a there's a bunch of stars. He's gonna be in direct sunlight from every angle, from every star, and it just it cuts him turning to dust as he leaves the atmosphere. <laughs> Turns out maybe a- combining all our powers isn't such a good idea. And Daredevil's like, guys, what's going on? I gave up my chick smelling senses. I can't see or smell anything. No, but here's here's the thing. It's like there's a vacuum in space, so we wouldn't be able to smell anything. Can any of those characters breathe in space, actually? 
The only one who probably could is Ghost Rider, and his flame would go out immediately. So he'd uh, he'd be in direct sunlight, so he'd turn off being a Ghost Rider anyway. Oh yeah, because we're going by the Nick Cage rules. Yeah. <laughs> he'd leave the atmosphere. It would turn back into a regular really motorcycle. Just he'd really be floating shit. through space, and then the minute he's in direct sunlight, he's turning to dust like a like a vampire. <laughs> Like Reed Richards, <laughs> Mr. Fantastic, they're just like, um, oh well, God. we tried. I, don't... <laughs> I like the idea. It's like, well, Reed, what are you looking at on the on the telescope? Did he do it? Did he beat him? And he's like, oh, I might have, I might have overcalculated how strong we are together. <laughs> All right, guys, everyone in the Fantastic car, we're going, we're going home. We're going load up. We're finding a new planet. <laughs> Oh, oh god! Anyway, as <laughs> much as I would love, corpse just floating through space on the on the <laughs> motorcycle. The team up we always we the team the team up we wanted but didn't need. That's, <laughs> that's an episode in itself. A team up movie with all those characters, but they take on the MCU villains. So how would have like how would the Avengers <laughs> been differently if the Netflix not Netflix, if the Fox characters turned up to stop Loki instead? God, Daredevil would have just thrown him in front of a train. <laughs> like we gotta figure train. out. We gotta. We gotta figure out where the cube is. He's Thanos. like, yay. <laughs> but, uh, um. Anyway, right, sorry. Back. I'm, back to I'm the nearly electric at movie the end. that we have to watch. Yeah. I mean, that we had to watch. We, uh, there's, there's, there's lesbian kiss anyway. Um, the uh, stick shows up with white ninjas because I guess that's good ninjas then. And it's just like, no, no, don't touch the kid. And the bad guy's like, well, I'll see you later. And kind of just gets the fuck out of there. And Stick takes them into the training ground and stuff. And I don't know, maybe has some conversation with Electra about good, evil nonsense and stuff. And, and Electra kind of decides, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna stop this once and for all for this kid I literally only met a week ago. Um she she calls she basically contacts I don't know ninja powers yeah throughout this whole thing Electra's had like these also like that's so Raven Vision powers in that she sees <laughs> thank God it's Vision powers you follow that up with because like if you said she that's so Raven abilities it, is she just putting on different wacky costumes and getting into scenarios. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where Electra is to fight these ninjas, but there's a builder over there who's just even swinging watch, logs around. Even just watching the fucking um, movie or like whatever, when it went for one of those visions, I literally turned to Colin and was just like, that's so Raven. <laughs> the future, the future I can see. see. That's so, so Raven. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. But anyway, yeah, she's got that's what Raven vision powers is that she can see a glimpse of the future, it seems. And she's got like w- weird ninja powers anyway. Uh, but she contacts the guy using weird ninja powers. It's just like, uh, you versus me. If I win, you leave the kid alone. If like, if you win, you get the kid and whatever, you know? So they also, wa- oh, yeah, this- they want to kill the kid because the kid is the child that will tip the balance or something in terms of the fight between chosen, good versus bo- chosen one or whatever chosen and one whatever remind me of this because uh, maybe i'm wrong but do they mention her having superpowers in daredevil like is there ever a moment where it's like no she just like, yeah. has a size <laughs> she's just a woman who's real good at stabbing things mm-hmm. 
not this fucking cosmic force bending like oh but apparently I'm going to fight all you in the ninjas, shadow realm. All ninjas have powers in this movie. Um this is, this is some Mulan bullshit. Like um Oh yeah. Not Mulan. I love the movie Mulan. Great Disney classic. Yeah, Mulan. But have you seen the reboot? Mulan as I call it. I have not boo. watched to th- I did not have not watched the reboot mostly because But I I've I watched most of it. Uh. But basically like there it opens up with the idea that like in the universe there's chi and some people have stronger yeah chi, and the stronger your chi is the better warrior you're at. and they bring like mulan here she was naturally gifted with the more chi than anyone in all of china's history but also she's a woman but like for the rest of the movie it's implied the only reason she beats or wins any anything isn't because she trains or anything it's just because like yeah. she's got the force yeah which kind of that's kind, kind of weakens the, the character a- yeah, it kind of defeats a big part in the movie where, like, she's a good soldier, like, because she, she trains and she applies herself, but also she's I, smart because she, yeah, it because she blows, she doesn't she fire the firework onto the mountain and starts a fucking avalanche and wipes out like most of the Huns. Yeah, you know, okay, apart from so, Thanos, Mulan probably has the highest kill count in all of Disney. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thanos aside, Mulan probably takes the cake. Like, but yeah, no. Um, She's tactical and she's smart and she thinks laterally. She doesn't think yeah. like a man would and that to her advantage. She thinks differently and that makes her a good warrior as she gets stronger and better in trains. Yeah, man, you must be swift as a coursing room. <laughs> but like in, in Bulan, she has the force and that suddenly makes yeah. her a great fighter and good at everything. Oh, God. But that weakens the character, right? And I think it's yeah. the same problem here with Electra where it's like, oh, now nah, before we just saw she was a really good assassin with like sweet weapons and cool abilities. No. She's got the fucking force and she can like do she can have that's or raven visions and fucking yeah. duels in the shadow realm or like whatever. Yeah. Anyway, she contacts the, the main bad guy anyway and is like, uh, you versus me kind of thing. So they end up going to the her her childhood mansion, the Nachios mansion. And um uh they the she first of all I don't know, does she light some gas or something in one of the rooms and all these ninjas start like sneaking in, throws a candle and just blows, like you just see fire blowing out these fucking windows, like it's a huge way bigger explosion than it should be See, here's oh, the God. thing, what you didn't notice was there was two big letter D's spray painted on the floor <laughs> in gasoline <laughs> It was actually Matt Murdock the whole time How the fuck did he put it there and do it so neatly? Anyway, um, he can't even see. He can't even see. Um, his what, powers what? are really inconsistent. If there's loud noises, it throws him off, but only when the plot demands it to. Why would a blind superhero make a logo? How did he learn graphic design if he's blind? Who designed this for him? Anyway, um, did he go to a designer? He's like, yeah, I need you to put this, and I need you to put it on all my costumes and like sew it for me. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, so she goes fight the guy in the main room and like I don't know, he she like blows a lot of air in so there's a lot of white sheets everywhere and the proceed the next like five minutes of the fight is Electra slicing at white sheets. Um trying to get your man. Uh then the kid shows up because the kid has to fucking ruin everything of just like she meant to protect you, but no, I'm here to help you. And the kid nearly dies, but Electra is able to save her and they run. And they run into the maze, and the two other goons from before, the tattoo guy and the weird witch lady. Oh, um, boy. 
They're here. The weird kids uh, person and fucking magic animal person is magic animal. The guy starts summoning just fuck ton of snakes. I'm like, you could probably have done that earlier, but no shit yeah. ton of snakes. Well, um, if you guys knew where she was the whole time, you probably could have just waited until they all went to bed. Then let a bunch yeah. of snakes in. Yeah. So the the snakes catch up with the girl. Girl kind of like, but like Electra is able to kind of sense out where he is and fucking kills him. And then, uh, what is it they... Oh, she gets to the center of the maze looking for the, the, the girl um, who... Oh, who's like, who's like being affected by weird witch lady again. And she has a fight with the main dude. And like, uh, is she good enough? And he's oh like... Oh my god. Uh, Does she tap into the ninja force and it helps you know, her You're not good enough. And I kicked your ass. And then she gets her resolve. And as he kind of speeds forward to stab her, she gets stabs her and he stabs him in the chest with a sigh and eats him into the well. And that's him. He's dead now. He explodes into you're, dust. You remember and, in the last movie where she fought Bullseye for three minutes and then just he took and her died? apart like it was nothing? Yeah. yeah. And he he's was just a regular by- man. She's she's been trained by ninjas since. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. You don't need <laughs> they to. They brought her back, it. and now they gave her the real ninja training. Now Before they give her it was yeah. semi ninja training. This is full yeah. ninja training. She and then she one of the most bullshit moments of this fucking movie is she then senses where the witch lady that's hurting the girl is, and she throws the side, and the side <laughs> goes through like twenty fucking hedges, and like hits your one <laughs> square in the fucking part. head. <laughs> And it's like, just like, what? How funny would it have been if it just got stuck in the hedge? And she's like, damn, I was really banking on that. So fucking funny. It's like, and it stops yeah. like three feet short of the witch lady, and you're just like, oh. Yeah. Damn, so, that was, my, that was out, my whole plan. Yeah. So turns out, girl is dead. So Lecter brings her inside and is like, oh, Stick brought me back to life. So I should be able to bring her back to life. Not like really thinking that there might be some bad implications or maybe something can happen to you like maybe maybe there's a reason people aren't brought back to life all the time but no fuck it i'm gonna bring you back to life which she does and she saves the day she saves the girl did her and the dad kiss they're maybe kind of into each other electra's happy to be this kind of mother figure like for a little while i guess but says i still have stuff to do don't become me kid and leaves to do more assassination i assume and that's the movie but hear me, if she could bring people back from the dead, like, isn't a big part of her origin her, her father got murdered? and That's why she wanted to attack Daredevil, right? And that, the was bef- that was before she was taught by ninjas. Oh, right. But the ninjas made her forget about all that. Otherwise, I assume she'd immediately go back and resurrect her father. Yeah, I, or I, I, any I, of the... unless they have to be, like, freshly dead or something like that. Yeah, know. maybe maybe there's, like, after 24 there's hours. There's a time like, limit. Dude, yeah. And now the way I explained it makes it sound like there's a lot more that ha- I skipped over huge portions where nothing actually happens. Oh, I skimmed through the movie. Like there was a point yeah. where I was like, this seems just boring. And I, it, I don't I, need this. I tried to cut to the points where there was just stuff happening. And even you could tell some of that stuff was not interesting. But oh, most like, not of, at all. Like, a whole lot of this movie is nothing happening. That but exposition look, look. about the kid being the chosen one and stuff, we don't get that in until like an hour into the movie. <laughs> in this movie, man. Like, as much this as I movie, should talk man. all the Netflix stuff, and I'm like, oh, like, it's not continuity. We're never getting another, this... like, comparative to this, 
that Netflix stuff is the gold. I have problems with it pacing wise, but yeah. it's the gold standard compared to how bad this stuff is. Like this movie, as I say, the other two movies we watched are bad, but there's they they have moments and they're hilariously bad. Yes, there's like, funny moments in. There, I have this... a good time with those things, but this is just a bad movie. Yeah, like bad writing, bad directing, like you know, questionable acting, just bad plot. Bad, bad, bad film. Like, genuine. Bad, bad film. Don't watch it. Do not. You, this doesn't Don't get a recommendation. It. Not even if you're drunk or high or, like, anything else. Don't put it on while you're cooking. Don't, like, do not do I anything else while watching. Don't, Just don't do it. I don't see myself rewatching this movie in future. Even if oh, I'm, this... like, drunk as fuck, this movie isn't getting a rewatch. Never. Never again. And this... that brings us to the end of the fucking... The Electra, Daredevil, and Ghost Rider trilogy. We yeah, did it. we did we, it somehow. The only place from here is upwards in many ways. Yeah, I'm gonna give uh, this movie like a, a zero. I don't care what numerical value you put afterwards. It's a zero. Oh. It's <laughs> it's here's the thing. Like, I don't know where to rank this. I it's the worst one, right? Like it's yeah. It, no, it, it it is it it is the worst one. Like. It's like this, then Daredevil, then admit Ghost Rider is probably the most competent of the three. But that's not saying. Yeah. But like, you know, even with the other two movies, like, again, they were bad, they were funny and stuff. I could still find elements that I really liked in in them. I could not find it in this one. Maybe just the magic tattoos, but that's it. Oh, it's fucked, like. But it's It's just. They're a relic of a different time, a worse time of Marvel content. Like, we're lucky with the fucking Disney Plus shows and, like, fucking new movies out, out the woo who like it's it could be worse it could be worse like could be worse uh this is living proof that it could always be worse like i can't think of any other like marvel movies that are as bad as maybe fan four stick but i don't think it's on the same level of bad or some of the x-men movies no like, like i can't i think you could even i could probably get through fan four stick more than this because at least fan four stick has some interesting elements in there you know, yeah, but this is just just bad for the sake of it being bad. Like it's yeah, as I said, it's just a bad movie. Everything about it is bad. It's, it was a bad time. We did a bad time. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys hope got you some guys, entertainment. Yeah, we we really had to endure through this one. As you said, we went on a lot of tangents because we were not yes. happy talking about it. You see, the um, other two we had enough to talk about. This one, I was just like, "Fucking, can we talk about anything else? Let's talk about like yeah, just anything else." Um, <laughs> Let's talk about so, Space Sarah for a second. But yeah, no. Um, Space Sarah, yes. So we said it earlier. Next week we might probably do Modoc. There'll be like two episodes out by then. We yeah, can talk about yeah. those two episodes. Go in depth. Am I looking into time. Modoc? It's definitely worth a watch. I hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. Once again, it's brought to us by our lovely sponsor, Evan VPN. Is the spot original? Is the joke original? No, not really. But if you go to evanvpn.com and get the should have gone for the head postcode, not wait, no, discount code, not postcode. Don't give me your postcode. Don't know where you live. Don't let Evan know where you live. He'll come in through your windows at night and he'll like he'll tickle your toes while you sleep. And they'll sneak back out and you'll think you're insane. But I know he's there. You'll know he's there. Don't give me your postcode. Anyway, go to Evan VPN for a ten percent discount if you use the promo code should have gone for the head. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's been another good week. Thanks been, for watching. It's been another week, but uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you next week. Rhiannon, thanks well. for coming on. If people want to contact us or listen to us or watch more of us, what should they do? Uh, they should follow us on Instagram at should have gone for the heads underscore between the spaces. And if you want to follow us individually, Jack is at Jack Long Illustrations and I am at Rhiannon Connick. Thanks for watching, everyone. Have a good okay. night.
Have a good night, and I hope you have a better time than we did watching this movie. (laughs) Watch literally anything else. Go go watch go watch some paint dry if you want. It's probably more entertaining. (laughs) See you guys next week. Bye.